Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guests on the podcast today are Corey Rayovich. Corey is the EMS coordinator here at CCMH and Kelby Eck. Kelby is the Director of Emergency Services at Crawford County Memorial Hospital and thank you both for joining me today. Thank you, Don. And the reason for our podcast is that uh, coming up we have EMS Week and um, uh, national EMS, people don't maybe realize that it's not quite as old as they might imagine. So the first question is, uh, how did we actually come up with National EMS Week? So in 1973, President uh, Gerald Ford at the time uh, actually authorized EMS services as a, a, a system, as a program. Uh, in 1974, the following year, he uh, nominated and announced that there would be a National EMS Week. Uh, he designated it as the second week of May every year. And it's kind of uh, interesting, I think, at least to me it is, that uh, I had originally anticipated before I did the research for EMS Week that EMS as a service has been around a lot longer than that, but it, they weren't. Right. And so prior to 1974, uh, it was really, I mean, emergency services were handled in a very different way. It was very unstructured at the time when it was first conceptualized. Um, fire and rescue was kind of tied into one system before President Ford enacted the system. But yeah, it was uh, very unregulated, very unorganized, and, and yeah, we've made leaps and bounds since then. Yeah, it's gotten a lot more structure, which actually is, is a very good thing. Uh, Corey, maybe you can talk to us a little bit about what EMS encompasses. Well, um, emergency medical services, also known more commonly as EMS as everybody knows it, is um, it's a system that provides emergency medical care. It's activated by a call for help, usually by calling 911. Um, after an incident of either um, somebody becoming really ill or a serious injury, um, the focus of EMS is um, providing emergency medical care to patients um, easily recognized when emergency vehicles or helicopters are seen responding to emergency incidents. Um, but it's also much more than just a ride to a hospital. It's a system of coordinated response in emergency medical care involving multiple people and agencies. Um, we have several, you know, different people and agencies that respond to calls such as fire, um, police. It's not just the medical people that are involved. Um, and I, I think you make an excellent point that uh, I think that most people think that when they pick up the phone and they dial 911 because they have some sort of medical emergency, that the only thing that really happens is that someone shows up and takes them to an emergency room somewhere but it's a lot more complicated than that, and there are a lot more people who are involved in that particular process. So maybe what we can talk about are those components of EMS, the things that go into making certain that when you make that call to 911, that the emergency personnel, the right emergency personnel with the right equipment show up at your door to provide that service. Yeah, as Don said, um, EMS is an intricate system with um, different components playing in um, their own essential role in the outcome. Um, agencies and organizations, both private and public, um, are involved. Communications and transportation networks. Um, you got your trauma systems, hospitals, trauma centers, and specialty care systems as well. 
as your rehab facilities. You also have your highly trained professionals, including your volunteer agencies, as well as your career pre-hospital personnel, as, and also your physicians, nurses, and therapists as well. They all play a part in the emergency medical system. Yeah, lots of moving parts to EMS, more, I think, than people realize. My guests on the podcast today are Corey Ravich. Corey is the EMS coordinator here at the hospital. Kelby Eck, also the director of emergency services here at CCMH. Kelby, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about EMS here in Crawford County because all of the services are local services. I mean, so even though President Ford in 1974 signed the proclamation for EMS Week, it's not really a big national service. It's really lots of the local services that come together to provide that. It is. It's like the the circumstance where tiny islands make up a country, where um, you know Dow City, Chiron, Deloitte, every town in the county has its own volunteer service. Um, we all kind of centralize and, and form an association and agreement between each other, and that really helps to develop some of the education, some of the relationships, and also the training opportunities. Um, the EMS system, it, it's very much so handed down from the very top to the very bottom and kept systemic all the way through. Everybody has the same training as often as humanly possible and, and the same set of rules and same mindset as the other. And in some instances, communities have first responders and some it's fire and rescue and some they actually do have an ambulance service. Right. I mean, so even even within communities, you have a very tailored approach uh, to EMS. You do. And that's one of the more difficult things of uh, dealing with EMS is the different knowing and understanding the different levels of service that each area and each community can provide. Um, our community is very lucky. We have a you know paid EMS service right out of the hospital, responds to any and all 911 calls in the county. So we are always ready and able to take care of even the sickest of patients at any given time. Our volunteers help immensely with that. Um, they are trained at very high levels as well to take care and assist in any of those calls. Um, but like I said, our, our community is extremely lucky. There's communities around that are struggling far worse than we ever imagine. And uh, Crawford County should hold themselves proud that they have that many volunteers and that many highly trained people to take care of us. And even if, when you say the sickest patients, sickest patients come here, even if we can't provide all of the care that they they need, Mm -hmm. we have ways of getting them to the next level of care. We do, yeah. And that's very lucky as well. There's transport times from one facility to another that are exceeding four, six, eight hours some places. Um, we're very lucky that we have that transport service available in-house. It's always on the on the table. We can get somebody to the level of care that they need in a very rapid time. Corey, Kelby just talked a little bit about um, the skills that uh, and the training that EMS personnel receive. Maybe you can give us in a real, in a kind of in a nutshell, in a very very quick way, the kinds of training and skills that that. Um, uh, EMS volunteers or paid staff get trained to? Um, it, again, it all depends on the level of um, certification that they go through. Um, the first responders usually have to go about 64 hours for their certification. Um, EMTs go anywhere from 120 to 150 hours um, for their certification. And then um, paramedics are usually about nine months on top of the EMT hours. And then, of course, they have to do so many hours of continuing education every two years to renew their certification. 
Um, a lot of the communities um, that do have their volunteers as well as the hospital, we do offer um, continuing education hours so we can make sure that our volunteers as well as our paid staff can receive their continuing education so they can continue to um, carry their certificates so they can renew every two years. My guests on the podcast today are Corey Rayovich. Corey is the EMS coordinator here at CCMH and Kelby Eck, who is our Director of Emergency Services. We're talking about National EMS Week, which is uh, coming up. Uh, Kelvin, maybe you can uh, talk to us a little bit about um, communities. You did mention earlier that, that we're probably in a better situation here in Crawford County, maybe than some other uh, places in terms of uh, volunteers and other people who want to get into EMS. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, if someone wants to volunteer uh, to join a local uh, EMS service, what are usually the steps that have to be taken there? Uh, typically, if you want to volunteer for an agency or even if you wanted to go ahead and get onto a paid agency, um, the first step is always a phone call. Um, make a phone call to whoever the service leader is of the town that you live in or the community that you desire to serve. Uh, they can always point you in the right direction. Otherwise, if you wanted to do the paid service like CCMH here at the hospital, hop on that website at ccmhia.com. That's us. Yep. And uh, fill out an application. We'll be more than happy to give you a call as soon as it comes through. And uh, we can also help with a lot of the education process, too. If you want to continue your education, we're here for that. We are very supportive of continuing education, further certifications. Mm -hmm. And in many instances, when, if you're coming to this as a volunteer and you don't have uh, any training, uh, there are ways, there are um, avenues to provide some of the funding and the help in order to be able to make that happen. In fact, a lot of our community colleges now are providing these classes free of charge. Yep. So a lot of those grants uh, and fundings that are, are making those classes free of charge to participants are still very much so going strong. Um, every year annually, I know, uh, I think WIT out here in Denison, Iowa Western down in Council Bluffs, even up in Sioux City, they hold up to 36 uh, students a year between the three of them and, and it's free of charge if you ever wanted to volunteer, get your certification and see if it's a career path even that you wanted to follow. You know, we currently have some openings here at CCMH in our ambulance and uh, EMS and paramedic yes. uh, areas. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what, uh, what the requirements are there and if somebody has an interest, they're listening today, they're thinking maybe this is a career path they want to choose. You know, who do they contact and, and what sorts of skills and education would we be looking for? Again, um, as Kelby had mentioned, um, anybody that would be interested in um, joining CCMH and the EMS family um, would be able to apply on the website or also could give um, us a call, you know, at the general number and ask for Kelby or I. We would be glad to answer any questions that anybody would have. And that number, Corey, the general number, 265-2500, yeah. right? And again, could ask Kelby or I, either one. And as, as we get ready to go into EMS week, um, are, is there anything that you would like to share with people listening today about that particular, uh, uh, 
particular occupation that you occupy and the importance to the community? EMS uh, service members typically go as unsung heroes or, or invisible heroes until they're needed. And at that time, they are very much so appreciated. And I don't think we show our appreciation to that group of people enough. Um, they give up a countless number of hours to keep up with their training, their certifications, uh, make sure that their ambulances are properly in service, and we can always provide the best care for anybody that needs us, uh, especially at their greatest time of need. So if you see an EMS member, if you see somebody that's thinking about volunteering for an agency or getting hired on somewhere, give them a pat on the back and tell them thank you. Make sure that this is their week to be recognized. Especially our volunteers. Um, our volunteers, they don't get enough thanks. Um, they need to realize that the paid staff here at CCMH truly do recognize them and appreciate them a great deal. So we want to make sure that everybody understands the, the kinds of things that whether you're paid or volunteer, you're asked to do. That is, take a lot of call. Uh, so it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't matter where you're at or what you're doing. Uh, if you're at work, if you're at your kid's ball game or whatever it is, and the, when the page goes out, they make themselves available. It truly is one of the only times where true community service is exhibited. Um, there's really not much for a financial kickback for a volunteer service. There's not much for recognition and pats on the back. It's genuinely and truly because you have a golden heart and want to provide great care for somebody in your community. My guests on the podcast today have been Corey Rayovich, who is the EMS coordinator, and Kelby Eck, director of emergency services here at CCMH. We've been talking about National EMS Week. And we encourage uh, all of us who, who are in our communities to thank those who provide uh, a service, as Kelby noted so aptly, invisible heroes, people who uh, we never even notice until we really need them. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.